Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. For more than a century, the Green Bay Packers have been a benchmark for football excellence. Thousands of players have helped pave the way, and we're here to tell you their stories. I'm Wayne Larrabee. This is the Packers Alumni Spotlight. The Packers under general manager Ted Thompson in the 2000s had an amazing run of productive college free agents. Among those was offensive lineman Evan Smith, who came in as an unheralded rookie free agent and learned his lessons well under longtime Packers offensive line coach James Campen. Campy was my guy. Campy taught me a lot about playing football. Um, you know, his knowledge of being a former player um, taught me how to like run a line, taught me how to, you know, just have confidence in what I do. Uh, he brought me along very well. I have a lot of respect for that guy. He meant, he meant a lot to me in my career for sure. There's an interesting group of uh, offensive linemen uh, on that team. Tell us a little bit about that. What, what are your remembrances uh, of that? Man, I got uh, all the guys that I played with here. I mean, I think a handful of them are probably going to end up on the wall down there at some point. You know, I know Josh and TJ will probably end up uh, down on the walls down here. I got to play with Tausch, Cliff, Scott Wells, Darren College. Um, God, Marshall Newhouse, Brian Balaga. Uh, Dave was a rookie my last year here. So, you know, I got to play with uh, Josh and TJ. You know, those guys taught me a whole lot about playing ball. Um, I mean, you know, when I started out, I think Josh had just made, you know, first team all pro. Uh, TJ was coming along and then they flip flopped him my last year, you know, and that's, you know, and then you guys got the, after I left, uh, Josh was left and TJ was right for the rest of the time, so. Let me ask you about the 2009 season. You're a wide-eyed rookie, but the Packers kind of struggled through the first half of that season and then catch fire down the stretch. Uh, one like seven of the last eight games or whatever make the playoffs. High-scoring team, Aaron Rodgers really coming into his own the whole bit. Give us your thoughts on that season. Could you sense that this team was going places? You know, it's, uh, it's one of those things. I got to kind of experience the, my whole college career we, were, we weren't really good, you know, we lost a lot. And uh, my whole high school career, I was on some good teams that we won a lot and I won with some really good players. And then when they left, I kind of noticed how being on a team with really good players, you know, shapes a team. I got here and, uh, you know, what we had, Charles Woodson, Nick Collins, I mean, Al Harris was there. I think that was Al's last year. He tore his ACL, I think in the second game of the year or something like that in 2009. And uh, that's what sparked Tremont's run as being a great corner. Uh, but that was my first real experience at seeing a team 
with just an incredible amount of talent and uh, what it looks like to be a, that. And then as the year came along, we kind of found our groove. And I mean, it was, you know, the next year we got one of these. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it was, you know, you could see it. Um, you could see it coming in training camp because I think that was also the first year they just switched over to the new defense with Dom, you know, so that, I mean, everything, it was a gelling process, but um, me and Charlie were just talking about it. You know, it's teams hit their stride at certain points of the year. We peaked, that team, we peaked right in the middle of the season and rode it all the way to that, uh, you know, that incredible playoff game in, uh, or what was it, at Arizona. Arizona, yeah. Yeah, ended that crazy OT and next year, I mean, it was, you know, the fire was there. I remember when we got to training camp, you could just kind of tell, um, you know, that year I wish I would have done a little more in the off season to get myself ready for that. But, you know, I, you know, I, I got cut, I went to Seattle and then I came back. And when I came back, I, you know, I knew I had to bring kind of a different attitude to it. And I did. And, you know, I got to watch these guys basically just great Super Bowl team just flourish. So coming out of training camp 2010, there was a real feeling at least outside, but inside the team too, that this team was going places? You could just tell. I mean, the level, you know, the level of competition was very, very high. I mean, day in and day out, it was, you know, guys were out there making plays. You know, Aaron was just another year mature in Mike's system. And, you know, the the gunslinger was just starting to come out in him, you know, a little bit more. And, um, you know, but it was it was there. I mean, that you remember that wide receiver. You, I mean, it did just there was so much talent oozing on that roster. Right. You know, it just when it all came together, it was uh, you know something awesome. But you ended up in Seattle for the front part of the season, yeah. as you mentioned before. So you're playing for Pete Carroll in the infancy of his uh, tenure yeah. in Seattle. What was that like? What did you notice about Pete Carroll and that team and the way they did business? Pete was a, uh, <clears throat> you know, Pete was a good guy. Uh, my my stint there was very short. You know, I didn't, like I said, I was very young in the league. I didn't quite understand the business and how it all really went at that point. Because like I said, my first year, I made the team and I was playing and I was doing, you know, I was kind of on the roster because, and then my second year, you know, then I was kind of experienced the business end of the NFL. But seeing what he had to do, and it's what a lot of teams do, it's you have to shuffle guys. You have to find guys that fit your scheme, your style, your system. You know, you have to have a vision with the coach and the GM and the personnel department and everything. And you know, I think that year there was, uh, I was one of like 350 transactions that they'd set a record in the league with, you know? But I mean, that's what you gotta do. You gotta plug and play, you gotta find it. And then, you know, guy obviously, guy obviously found all the pieces and, uh, you know, took them to, they've had a good run and they're still doing it up there. All right, um, so you're, you're, once you leave Seattle, you're down a few weeks, you're out of the, the league for a few weeks. Um, and then you get a call, somebody said on New Year's Eve, to come back to the Packers? So, or this is how it was. Uh, my wife was pregnant. We had, you know, I wasn't in the NFL. We weren't really kind of sure what we were gonna be and we were sitting in Seattle. Um, so we moved back to California where I grew up. I, uh, you know, we had our, we had my daughter who's now 10 and we, I quickly figured out that I need to uh, get a job and so I started working out. I was uh, going to do substitute teaching at the time. And then, yeah, it was like right after Christmas, uh, Campin, James called me. James Campin called me and asked me what I was doing. Like if I was in shape, I was like, well, where are you kind of getting at here, buddy? <laughs> you know, kind of deal. And, uh, and then, yeah, sure enough, my agent called me and about a few phone calls later, I was uh, 
heading on a plane back here, you know, and then when I got back here, I could kind of see, you know, because I, I was watching all the games through the year and you can kind of see when the switch started turning for the team after that New York game and everything. And, you know, guys started to believe because, you know, once you get in the playoffs, anything can happen. Wow. And, and so so you joined that team that you were very familiar with because you had spent training camp yeah, with I'd that spend, group. The, the roster wasn't far from what it was when I got when I left. Uh, minus the injuries. Camp. Yes, yeah, the minus injuries. the injured guys. I mean, and when I got there, I mean, the O-line group was pretty much the exact same. Um, and, you know, I just came in and my biggest thing was just to, you know, try and come in and just practice hard, you know, make these guys work and you know, do best I could because at that time, you know, you could feel the energy even at every practice. I mean, guys, you know, I think uh, during Super Bowl week, I ended up getting a fight, getting in a fight during a practice on, no, seriously, like on a Wednesday, you know, just out there, just going after guys, you know, just out there getting after it. And, you know, guys got heated and stuff. But yeah, we had a fight in the middle of uh, Super Bowl week, you know, a practice and stuff, just, uh, you know, just having fun, man. When did you on the team, because you were part of that five-week run to the Super Bowl, when did you guys as a team realize that you were, you could win the Super Bowl? Um, because I'll tell you when we re realized it, the Atlanta playoff game, number one seed Atlanta, they had the week off, you had played the week before, uh, gotten by Philadelphia, and now you're in Atlanta, number one seed, the dome is rocking, and, and you guys just lit them up. And at that point in time, it was obvious to me that you guys are the best team in the league. Is that when you realized it, or did you guys know before? I think the I think the week I came back, that Bears game, when it was win or go home, Yep. you could tell then. You could tell then that, and the Bears knew then. They messed up when they, because the, the Bears were the number one seed in the NFC, end up going down there, or they were the number they one. They won the uh, division. Yeah, they won the, the division. Number two seed. We ended up playing the NFC championship down there against them, and uh, but they knew. We had a second chance at them. It wasn't going to go their way. It didn't matter where it was. I remember because I remember watching that game. I mean, we won ten to six or something like that. Yeah. Like last minute, you know, D Lee on a little tight end sneak right in the goal line, and um, you know, we went to the the biggest thing I thought was getting through that wild card game in Philly, and Tremont had that pick to seal the game. I was like, this is over. I was like, no <laughs> one's beating. I was like, no one's beating us for the rest of the time, you know, because I mean, we had the the defense at that, that was probably their biggest test on the back end. And I didn't really think that there was going to be another like a set of receivers that would be able to do anything. And yeah, that was it. Once, once we beat Philly, I, I think the team kind of knew like the train, the train was, the train was on the tracks and it wasn't slowing down. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. What was Super Bowl like? Super Bowl week, the preparation um, all that went into it in the game day. What was that like? 
It was it was fun. I mean, I, like I said, I think the biggest part was the business attitude, the energy and intensity that we had when we stepped on the field to practice that whole week. You know, when we were in, you know, when it was time to do football things and football meetings, everything, guys were locked in, you know, because there was a lot down there. I mean, I had family, everybody had all their family members, as many people as you could get that you had tickets for, you know, what, you know, the week itself is just crazy busy. But when we had to step into doing football things, I mean, it was laser focus. I mean, practices were sharp, um, you know, and it was funny too, because I remember we got down there, uh, you know, we had the snowstorm and everything. So we were going to practice at TCU and uh, that all went, because they didn't have an indoor facility at that time. So we had to go to this high school, <laughs> like a $2 million uh, indoor facility, <laughs> you know, in Texas, of course. So it was, but we go to the, we go to the facility and yeah, it was like playing in, it was like over in the Hutchins Center. We were just out there, we were just playing. And, uh, but the one thing that always stood out to me, like I said, was the focus and the energy of those practices were, you know, very, very high level for going into that week, being a part of that, you know, being a part of that whole run and kind of just seeing it because like I said, the year before we only had just a taste of the playoffs, you know, and then you get to see it and then obviously we won it. And then we saw that kind of every year as we went along, but. Mike McCarthy did something interesting Super Bowl week. On the eve of the Super Bowl, he actually had you guys fitted for your rings. What did that say to you? I was thinking, uh, I was thinking something along the lines of like how Holmgren did the stack of money for the guys, you know, beforehand, you know, it was kind of one of those things. Uh, it, you know, in Mike's mind, we weren't losing that game, you know? So that's, you know, I, I think that trickled down to a lot of guys too. You know, it's like, hey, we're going to, we're going to get size for one of these bad boys. I know every, I know the other team had to do it, but you know, you could have waited, you could have done that earlier in the week at some point, but he, yeah, he strategically did that as just another little dropping in the back of your head for some motivation, for sure. It was, uh, pretty cool but you know once we actually all got to see these and we won and everything and you get to put one of these on your finger it it holds a different weight than any other thing you put on your hand okay i love walker hayes he's amazing he's so fun such a great entertainer and that's why i'm so excited that jc penny and country music singer songwriter walker hayes are partnering together on a new limited time men's collection for the everyday guy the Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. The Packers went on to win Super Bowl 45. Evan went on to further his career in Tampa Bay, but Green Bay kept calling. I love it here. I grew up in a farm town in California. Um, we grew up where Pebble Beach is, about, the, about 100 miles south of San Francisco. Uh, but where I grew up, it was farmers. It was a farm town built by, built by farms. You know, that's strictly the reason the town came to be was because the land was meant to farm. So 
when I came here, it, it reminded me very much. I went to college in a small town. I came here and I kind of still had that same feeling. And then I met my wife here and her family was here. And for me, it just seemed, uh, it just seemed like this kind of lifestyle fit me a little bit better than going back to California. It was a little more expensive. Some financial stuff kind of played a big role, but um, here for sure always felt like home. You know, regardless, uh, that's one thing too, was uh, after I got cut my second year, we, we told ourselves, we have to find somewhere, it's gonna be home. So no matter what happens in this life, this is where we go. We picked here because it was just kind of what wow. it felt like. Yeah, it's great. And of course, winter, you don't mind winter now in the business you're in, right? You kind of like it and hope root yeah. for winter? You know, like I said, I grew up in California. We didn't get snow. You know, I, my favorite thing to do was we, as a kid, we used to go up to the snow, go snowboarding. Like I was really good at snowboarding by the time I left high school. When I was in college, I was so excited because everyone in the winter always be like, oh man, this is terrible. I'm like, we lived 20 minutes from a ski hill uh, when I was in college. So during the winter, all we had was conditioning. We didn't have football stuff. So me and a handful of guys that always snowboarded, we'd always just get in a car, go down there and go snowboarding on Wednesdays when we didn't have workouts. And then uh, I come here, so now I got my snowmobile. <laughs> so I got, uh, yeah, I, I got stuff I like to do in the winter. I don't mind doing the snow. I think it's kind of, I think uh, having the four seasons make you, makes you enjoy all of them a lot more. You know, because then when the things start changing and it gets nice out, you get outside a lot more. So, but yeah, my uh, my business involves me being outside quite a bit. Doesn't matter what uh, time of year it is. So, but I have a good time doing it. Last question: um, Your experience as a Packers player in this environment in this town in the NFL. Tell us about it. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, it's definitely uh, it's definitely. I, I mean, maybe Buffalo would be about the only other town that would have anything close to this, but it doesn't have the legacy that Green Bay does. You know, the, you know, the whole town is just feels historic, you know? And then of course, when you come over the 72, you come right over the Fox, it's just like, bam, here's this giant gem right in the middle of this whole thing. Factories, blue collar, you know, just hardworking people that are really, really nice. Um, you know, everything that this place is has been a representation of this organization since it was founded, from what I can tell. And I think that's just probably one of the greatest parts about being a part of the legacy of the Packers because you can go anywhere you want, but not every place has a story like this does. And today, Smith is a businessman in the greater Green Bay area because for this California native, Green Bay and the Packers our home. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 